This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Thanks for streaming WSOY on NowDecatur.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Their investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. Over $58,000 in college scholarships throughout the state to students wishing to pursue higher education during the 2023-24 school year. The scholarships are to be applied to tuition, books, and fees only. Students must be enrolled full-time at a certified institution of higher learning within Illinois. Online learning is acceptable. Milliken will host the first of two high school-level VEX robotics competitions on campus on Saturday. Doors open to competitors at the Decatur Indoor Sports Center at 8 a.m. Saturday morning. Awards will be handed out at 4 p.m. that afternoon. Just because the winter storm is over doesn't mean all the roads are back to normal just yet, so be careful out there. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit NowDecatur.com. They shot down most of them. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what a Ukraine general says about Russia's barrage of missiles launched today, along with self-exploding drones that air defense down 47 of the 55 fired. The ones that got through did some damaged infrastructure, and one person was killed in Kiev, two injured. This after the U.S. and Germany and our allies announced nearly 100 tanks will be sent to Ukraine to help fight Russia. This was really about two things. One, being able to maintain unity in the alliance and, partners, and the partners that we have in providing support to Ukraine and making sure, number two, uh, that we are getting ahead of the fight. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. This is one of the deadliest days in years in the West Bank. Israeli forces went on a raid, killing at least nine Palestinians. The incident happened at the Janine refugee camp, a stronghold for Palestinian militants. Israel says the raids are designed to dismantle militant networks and prevent future attacks on its people. Fox's Jonathan Savage. Another call for stricter gun law. This time from Vice President Harris, who went to Monterey Park, California, where 11 people were murdered in a dance hall Saturday. L.A. County Sheriff Robert Luna says investigators have yet to find a motive. Why? The 72-year-old killed them and then himself. They have not been able to establish a connection between the suspect and any of the victims thus far. A judge in California has ruled the police footage of the attack on then-House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, can be made public. There's plenty of footage associated with the October hammer attack on Paul Pelosi. News agencies asked for copies of it. But the San Francisco DA's office refused, saying people could manipulate it to spread false information. Fox, the New York Times, and others argued prosecutors could debunk false information by releasing the footage. That's Fox's Jill Nato. America's listening to Fox News. My friend had his home stolen. The crime is home title theft. It's real. It's horrendous, but it's real, and it's everywhere. Now, luckily, this was just a demo, but I saw how criminals all around the world target American homeowners, and that's why I protect my home with home title lock, and you need to as well. And a thief can simply forge your signature on a legal document claiming you sold your home to them. Homeowners insurance and common identity theft programs do not protect you, but home title lock does. So protect yourself. Just go to their website. It's HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Verify your home's title is still safely in your name. Then just register your address for a free, no-obligation home title report for your files. That is a $100 value, absolutely free. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean, HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. The Newport News Virginia School Board is ousting the superintendent over what happened at an elementary school. Abby's Warner's attorney, Diane Toscano, says her client is recovering and gaining strength after being shot on January 6th by a six-year-old student in her Richneck Elementary classroom. Zwerner is also suing the Newport News School District. Toscano says prior to the shooting, school administrators were told multiple times that the boy had a gun at school. The administrator downplayed the report from the teacher and the possibility of a gun, saying, and I quote, well, he has little pockets. The school has been closed since the shooting, and students will return to class on Monday. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. A mother in Detroit is jailed without bond, charged with murdering her five-year-old son. The boy's stepfather is also charged. The couple 
also accused of child abuse, beating her three-year-old boy. This will be the first full day of testimony in a murder trial involving a case that's got a lot of attention. A South Carolina lawyer accused of killing his wife and son. State Prosecutor Creighton Waters told the Colleton County jury that Alex Murdoch killed his 22-year-old son Paul with a shotgun and his wife Maggie with a rifle. Pow, pow. Two shots adamant in the leg and took her down. Murdoch's attorney Dick Harputlian says he didn't do it. You're not going to hear a single witness say that their relationship, Maggie and Alex's relationship, were anything other than loving. The prosecution says they have cell phone evidence showing Alex was with Maggie and Paul minutes before they were killed, contrary to Alex's claim that he wasn't with them at that time. The defense says cell phone evidence is incomplete and will also show Alex and son Paul making a video together laughing an hour before the murders. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. We'll get an update on the economy next hour, expected to show a slight slowdown in growth at the end of last year after a 3.2% GDP increase in the third quarter. Ahead of that on Wall Street, stock futures have been not moving much. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. The United Way Trivia Series is back for one monster night, courtesy of Bodine Electric. Join us Saturday, January 28th at the Hall at 520, formerly the KC Hall, for a night of trivia and good food, all for the United Way. Cost is 25 bucks a person for trivia and the heads and tails game. Teams can be up to eight players, and mulligans and 50-50 will be available. Plus, a 1000 bucks of prize money is on the line. The United Way Trivia Night, sponsored by Bodine Electric, Saturday, January 28th at the Hall at 520. Details at uwdecatur.org and the United Way Facebook page. Good morning. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 storm team forecast. Today, we've got a chance of snow up until noon, mostly cloudy and a high near 28. Tonight, mostly cloudy, then becoming clear, low around 19. For Friday, mostly cloudy and windy, high near 40. Saturday, 30% chance of rain afternoon, cloudy and a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 23 degrees. Your WSOY time, 606. And welcome to the Thursday, January 26th edition of Buyers and Company. We've got a lot to get to here today. We have our friends from Richland coming in, City Hall insider Paul Osborne. We'll check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. The company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. here on a Thursday. Man, I'll tell you what. I'm watching this tornado uh, footage in Houston. You know, because we have the ability to record everything now. I mean, the idea that today everyone, I mean, it's not even today. It's been this way for a while, but carrying a, you know, HD camera with them everywhere they go. Yeah. We see so much more than we've ever seen. Oh, yeah. 
stuff that would generally uh there's stuff like this where you see the aftermath or you know the before then you see mundane things that have never had any reason to be recorded and you you caught that on camera and it's i mean it's unbelievable how we are consuming the world i, I wonder though if it's not dangerous in some ways the instinct it, it's like we have evolved into going past the danger zone that we feel to get the shot Oh, yeah, I think in some cases. Well, yeah. we know that. People fall yeah. off mountains trying to take selfies. Buildings. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. that happens. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying, like, in the middle of a tornado when mm -hmm. the, it was always, like, growing up <laughs> in the Midwest. I don't know about your family, but I know several families where dad would stand in the driveway. Uh, that's, to some degree, that's me with with a governor at the end. So I do have the... You have the gene. I, I I have I have, but I have the common sense that okay, this is imminent. Go. Okay, so you're there up until a point. Yeah, and yeah. I think everybody is that. Don't don't kick but yourself. I'm the, I'm the hanger on. I'm I'm a little later than uh, most. You're pushing it. I am pushing it. The idea that whenever the sky gets sort of green, you know that color. Yep. And you go out there, and if you grew up in the Midwest with tornadoes, it's just a fact of life. Mm -hmm. Like I'm assuming that you know, hurricanes are if you live in other parts uh, of the country or tsunamis or warnings about X, Y, or Z, a volcano erupting, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. You know, if you grow up, you get sort of used to it. Sure. And there's always been this guy thing. Uh, and I don't know that it's universally guy, but it's in, in my life anecdotally, that's what it seems like, where you go stand out and <laughs> do this. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it does. I don't know what it adds to any conversation. I don't know what it adds to anything. It, it's just sort of this male gene, walk out, stand in the yard, stand in the driveway, and stare at this guy. And, and nod and, and yell at the neighbor across the way who's doing the, doing the same thing. Bob. Well, you see, I, I, Chuck. commentary on nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have anything to exchange. And now I wonder if that doesn't linger just a little bit more when you factor in, got to record. Mm -hmm. Yeah, look there. You know, and I'm, I was watching this, I don't even know what news channel it's on, video of a guy getting out of a car. You know, and, and clearly, you know, not the exact same equation, but he's driving and he gets out. But instead of getting in the ditch immediately, he's recording, yeah. you, you know, which... I guess for what reason, I don't know, when they find your phone after you're dead, we'll have great video footage. Right. Yeah, you, there's a certain point you got to cut bait. Do you I think that the technology is is uh, overrun our own common sense? No, um, and here's why. I think you will have limited people that would... I think this is a lot more people than you think. No, here's what... There's a distinction, I think. There will be limited people that the the actual act of filming will get them killed in that scenario. Like I'm stick, you know, like uh, I'm not paying attention or whatever. But without absent of the camera, that person is still standing there doing that without the camera. It yeah. isn't about the shot. It's but, about absorbing the But the, the camera thing. does add to the idea of I'm going to get as much of this as I can. We've seen this. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to go out that further edge on the cliff. I'm going to go. I, I mean, I, I, I'm sure people have have fallen, you know, to their death, you know, trying to get the greatest view in the world. Mm -hmm. But it seems when you're doing it backwards with a camera pointed, like you can't even see the edge of a cliff, yeah. it adds to the danger. Uh, for sure. For sure. But that person would is the type of person that already be at the cliff. And so, I mean, there's there's just a... I don't know. I don't know. I, I think people see it and they go, oh, I want that cliff shot. And they don't have any experience around yeah. the cliff. I've seen enough of, I've seen, yeah, you're probably right, actually. I mean, I've seen enough of these people that think they're going to do something that seems so mundane, but realistically is not. Like, I'm going to go sit on this rock that's on the edge of a uh -huh. cliff. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. It, like, it, it, it's sort of overriding our internal sort of uh, alarm of danger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, this will be a great, I'll get a lot of likes. <laughs> <laughs> 80, all 84 <laughs> followers and a couple of their friends. <laughs> I, I think the guy was okay, but I was just looking at this and go, that's terrifying. Yeah. And, and the last thing in the world I'm thinking about at that moment, even as a, a, a self-described photographer, is getting a shot. Yeah. Get in the ditch.
You lay down, have the cameras, so when the tornado goes over you and your car flies away, you're <laughs> looking you right up that. Yeah. That'll get a lot of likes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I think there's this need for success or sort of uh, uh, popularity or whatever that we really have to gut check a little bit. I, yeah, I don't know. The first time, this is kind of new for me, and I'm not assuming that it's new overall, but on sites like Reddit or even TikTok, I'm watching a lot of cell phone in the Ukraine war yeah, from soldiers uh, like in fields. Yep. You know, it's like stuff that you would never see from first person. It's like you, you're, you're doing something really important right now. Like, and your life is for sure on the line. What are you doing with your phone? I, I, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. just, it's become sort yeah. of ubiquitous. I mean, it's the thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think we got to like maybe go back to sort of nature uh, or, you know, caveman instincts or something. Mm-hmm. The technology seems to be overriding that <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, all right. We've got a lot to get to here today. A lot. I watched Inside the NFL last night. Okay. It's the first time I've watched it this season. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch this week. I've seen it a few times. Uh, it's it's on Paramount mm-hmm. Plus. It, it, that thing is so weird. It was HBO for like ever and then moved to Showtime. Right. And then over to Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. I don't know what caused all that. I, yeah. I remember when the original was on. Mm-hmm. Nick Bonacani and Lynn Dawson, you know, and the uh, the crew. And that was the only place you could get the highlights right. like with NFL films. That was a really kind of a special show because of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't re- probably remember the very beginning, but I remember sitting down. Uh, would it be maybe a Sunday night or uh, maybe it was on HBO at that point, um, yeah. uh, which was really, there wasn't a showtime or anything. Yeah, but there was a package wrapped around, the clips mattered. It, I mean, it was appointment viewing Well, for they me would literally do that, you know, bum, 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 bum. Yeah. You know, do the great mm-hmm. music and the NFL, uh, uh, films like, you know, the, uh, and man, they've never been better than what I watched last night. I just mm. mean the angles, the shots, the oh, music. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And I got to ask you a question from an artistic point of view. Mm-hmm. And, and from a consumer point of view, it's great, but it's almost too high def. Mm. At what point does the high def almost become surreal, meaning that it, it, it because it, I, I, it's almost to a point where it, it doesn't feel like film anymore. And I know it's not actually film, but I mean, it, you get past the artistic point to where the, the search for high def gets to the point where it's too much. Does that make any sense? There were a couple of shots last night when mm-hmm. I'm watching this that I felt like didn't even look real. Yeah, I think that, you know, what what happens is uh, when consuming things, especially in a pattern, you get used to to the pattern. You get used to like when you're watching a football broadcast, if they turned it on its end, you know, and made you watch it the opposite way or yeah. NBA would be a better example. If you're watching it from under the basket going front and back for an entire game, it would not feel good. It's not what your brain has been wired to do. Uh, it, but after years of it or months of it, that would become the norm and it would be okay. And so what you're getting used to are seeing things from angles with, with depth and clarity that you've never seen before and but, it doesn't feel comfortable. Right. But sometimes the depth and the clarity doesn't feel like either depth or clarity. Because you never looked at things like that before. It, 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 and, and it, it's never been done that way. You're, you have assigned different values to what that should look like. And so it feels disjointed. Okay. I guess that I base it on what my eye sees in life, Mm -hmm. you know? And so if you're getting to the point where your, your high definition doesn't look like life anymore, like through my own eyes. Well, yeah, I mean, it, and I mean, it's not Avatar. We're not talking. I mean, I'm saying it's a real time thing that I can see in person from the second row or up in a box mm-hmm. or watch on TV. And there's a different definition of that by watching it on my television that begins to feel not natural. To right. Me. Well, if you look at those nature shows, when you can see a, a ladybug and it fills up your entire 70 inch screen, you've accepted that because you've never really looked at a ladybug I, up close. You have nothing to. That's why it's OK to look at that. And a million times resolution. Okay, but there, I'm not looking at Patrick McCone's or, uh, 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 cornea. 
No, <laughs> they're not doing that. I'm saying it starts to look a little fake. Mm, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it's that high def, like to where there was a, a shot. I, I don't even remember now from which of the four games, but but uh, maybe it was Josh Allen, one of, one of the losing quarterbacks, on his knees on the field. And just a brief, sure. know, and the way the background and everything looked with his super 8K, whatever it was, high definition, looked like a video game. Wow. I mean, it didn't look real. Wow, that's interesting. It's like the backwards uncanny valley where. Yes. Like reverse. Yes. It's so real that it's unreal. Yes. Yeah. And I think it is, a, I, I still maintain, I think it's more sciencey than it, it's, it's just what you're used to seeing it like. Okay. I'm not a Luddite in this. I area. know you're not. I mean, you're, you look at, I mean, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. It just, it, it feels uncomfortable. You've never seen it like that. I'm saying we're going to get to a point where I don't know how much more we need in realistic depiction of life via my TV screen. I don't think they're going to slow down by okay, any stretch. But how much, I mean, what, what do you need? I mean, either on either end, consuming and or shooting. We were, we were out at the, um, Farm, the ag center, uh, uh, waiting around for a long time, uh, the other day. Sure. And the Herald Review was there and, uh, our young friend Isaiah, uh, was there, Bradford that we've had in the studios and the farm, uh, the FFA kids and, uh, the school district guy used to be a TV camera guy. And they were, we're all like sort of waiting around talking to everybody's got cameras. Yep. They've got, District 61 has, has one of those dragon, yeah. like 8K. I, I don't know why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. That's he, some high end stuff. Oh, he's like, I got a Mercedes. I need a Camry. Uh, right. you, you know, and, and at what point do we get to the point where it's enough? I mean, for right now, as we are as human beings, in my lifetime, I went to watching uh, Saturday Night Live uh, very quietly in my bedroom on like maybe a uh, six or eight inch black and white TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And looking up at the sky, you see a little speck, and now you can no, see no, actual I, I, water. Not, yeah. yeah. Listen, I'm not talking about going out and looking at something you've never been able to see before. I'm talking about filming real life that you can see with your own two eyes. Yeah, I don't I don't see them slowing down. Okay. And I think here's the, here's something that I learned in art is it's good in, good out, you know, and bad in, bad out. So you can always scale down. Scaling up doesn't work. So if you could receive it at maximum resolution and bring it down to your little TV and it works, if you film it at your little TV and put it on the big, then you end up with this pruder film. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I mean, I understand the yeah. philosophy behind that. I just, there's just sometimes where it's starting to not even look yeah. real. And there's in and out of games, you know, like, like you can tell they've got different, you know, you'll get different versions of yeah. that during a game. It has a lot to do with the depth of field where the depth is not there. I, I, I mean, sometimes when they get the really, really, mm-hmm. really, yep. I don't know what, what is, what, what K are we at now? Eight is where where we're, they're, okay. they're operating at. Sometimes that is not even a great shot because of what it looks like when it translates. Yeah, because your eye doesn't work that way. Your yeah. eye prioritizes things in front and, and dissipates backwards, you know, the, the clarity. Whereas this thing can hold true the entire frame. Yeah. And so you don't get the separation that you would with your eye. Well, anyway, I, I noticed that as I was watching last mm-hmm. night, just because I didn't watch all four games yeah. over the weekend. And, and they, but NFL films, oh my God, they, they're so good yeah. at storytelling. Mm-hmm. And, and if you've ever been on the sidelines of an NFL game or pay attention, probably can't tell from the stands who's who running around down there. But they've got multiple cameras and microphones at every single NFL game that takes place. Oh, yeah. I can't even imagine what it looks like when it gets to the divisional round or the AFC and the NFC championship game. Oh, it's, it's double. Yeah, it, I, would, it, I would assume so. It seems that way, yeah. And so they're so good at doing what they do, telling you the story of what happens. And and they've even modernized some of the old dum-dum. Mm-hmm. Dum, dum. You know, the, the yep. great music. Yep. And so I watched that show not for Phil Sims, not for James Brown, not for uh, whoever that Bears receiver used to be. Or, Is it or, Nate Burleson on there? No, uh, Brandon oh, uh, Marshall, Marshall mm-hmm. um, and Ray Lewis. And I think uh, who was not Danny Amendola, uh, who was the second? Julian Edelman, Edelman is on there now. And that might have been the whole thing. They, and they have some people that kind of rotate in and out. I don't watch it for that. I watch it for the game 
highlights. Yeah. Because it's not like they just give you this and Chris Berman doing over. I mean, they do a professional package of like, it's almost better than watching the whole game. It's really good. It's real good. Here are my takeaways from that. The Eagles coach, Nick Sirianni, Mm -hmm. is the most annoying human being on earth. (laughs) It's almost like he has decided to embody the city of Philadelphia. Yeah. Like, I'll take everything, good and or bad, that you think about this city, and I will be that. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just, maybe it's his natural state. I don't know. He is like the most annoying jerk, like, kind of. He is the guy, like, when a touchdown is scored. I mean, everybody celebrates. But he's celebrating like the worst person you ever want to be sitting next to at an actual sporting event. Yeah. He's talking trash to the refs, to everybody. They were talking trash in the coin toss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Do you just lean into it if you're in Philadelphia? I mean, what is that? I th- I think there is a part you got to kind of play that helps sell you to that audience to, to, you know. Yeah, but how many people are hearing the audio of the coin toss? No, but you feel like... I think that there's just a walk that they have to walk, and it's seemingly consistent with, uh, the, you know, the Sixers and the Flyers and, uh, and the Eagles. Uh, all right, I, I, I am. It's the only team left that I am actively rooting against. <laughs> Fair enough. And, and I don't know if San Francisco has a chance, but I will be all in on the 49ers this coming weekend. Fair enough. Because they are just the most annoying big city brash. I don't even mind brash. It's just it's it's you're in a face for no reason to be in a face. Well, I don't I don't want to be that guy, but the 49ers during warmups were over getting in the head of the kicker from the Cowboys yeah. and got into okay. a little bit of a. That's fine. I, I I'm not saying that I'm a I'm not a 49ers fan either. I'm just <laughs> saying between the two, I'm gonna go a little more laid back West Coast than in your face. All the way to our coach, East Coast, Philadelphia. Fair enough. That's probably fair. So the cameras, the music, it's just perfect. And the talking, the trash, and the coin flip. I mean, they go out there. I mean, that isn't that usually when you just go, hey, good luck, uh, you know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The the worst of it usually is when a team gets wins the toss and they say something like, we're going to march down there and score. Like right in your face. Like that's. that's This guy walked up. Looks like a defensive end. He was a lineman. I don't. I don't know. And he's just John. I mean, from the moment oh, yeah. he gets the there, whole time. Okay, <laughs> coming after you. I'm coming after you. I'm be on the ball day, taking you out, taking oh. you out. You don't want none of this. You don't want any smoke. That kind of thing. I mean, the moment he walks up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a little. That's a little much for that. That spot. Not if you've seen their coach. Oh yeah. Not if you've seen their we coach. Practice that. <laughs> and then uh I, I wanted to see because I, I saw this clip on Twitter of Joe Burrow coming off the field after either the first or the second touchdown of the game, and he's got a teammate running out and he's screaming, you know, something, and Joe Burrow goes, I'm him. <laughs> I'm that I'm that dude. Yeah. I'm him. Yeah. <laughs> And I thought, all right, and they had it, sure enough, because it was the NFL Films that caught it. I mean, that is the coolest dude in the NFL. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not even close. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's he is just as he's a cucumber. He's, I, I am all in one thousand percent for the Bengals all the way through this whole thing now. That'd be great. And I'm not going to be like it. a lifetime Bengals fan or anything. No. And I have any vested interest. But that guy is Joe Namath. That guy is literally Joe Montana. Mm-hmm. That guy is the real thing in a way that's not annoying or in your face. Confidence versus mm-hmm. cocky. But yeah. he's just got star power. And he's likable. Yes. He's likable. Relatable. Yeah. For, for... And it looks like Macaulay Culkin in a helmet. I mean, you know, he's like home yep. alone or whatever. Uh, for for casual fans that are going to tune into the Bengals game, watch Jamar Chase too. Their wide receiver is a, a oh. generational talent. Yeah. He's phenomenal. You'll enjoy that. I, but 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 ladies, and I'm speaking to you specifically because Nick gets to no, bring us one player deep. Yeah, I know you didn't. I know. I, and and I appreciate that. I'm just saying you can do the Joe Burrow thing without knowing anything about the X's and O's. Exactly right. Yeah. He's just fun. Mm-hmm. And so confident. And they look so good uh, against that Bills team that was considered by so many people to be the front runner. Mm-hmm. You know, and they just dismantled them 
in the snow. Yep. That, they looked like an away team, the Bills did, in their own stadium with all the snow. So inconsistent. Just, and the snow made the visuals so good. Oh, I love watching them uh, do the snow angels, but also the swimming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Swimming's my favorite. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, but what's great about when, if you watch inside the NFL and the NFL films is like when they did the snow angels, mm-hmm. you get to hear everything before mm-hmm. that happens because right. somebody goes, snow angels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the process, how it came undone. They didn't just, you know, automatically do it. You know, mm-hmm. somebody had to like start that. It's yep. good stuff. It's good. Check it out. All right. We've got a lot to get to here today. I mean, a ton. City Hall Insider Paul Osborne will be with us. A little bit later today, we'll uh, check in with our friends from Richland. Be careful out there. It's a little slick real quick. You know what? It is in spots, like certainly. Just be aware, situationally aware. We'll be back. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Governor Pritzker has signed three new bills. One amends the current state budget to pay off the state's remaining unemployment trust fund debt. Controller Susanna Mendoza has already begun payment of the $1.37 billion, saying it saves taxpayers $20 million in interest. Another bill amends the state's procurement and construction capability for public utilities. The third amends state election laws about vacancies at county offices. Gas prices are on the rise again, and Illinois is home to some of the highest in the nation. The national average is 3.42 a gallon. AAA says that's 33 cents more than a month ago. In central Illinois, the average is close to 3.60. In the Chicago area, the average is close to $4 a gallon, one of the most expensive markets in the country. For more content, visit nowdecatur.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. Police in Monterey Park, California, are still looking for a motive for a shooting at a dance hall last Saturday night. A man killed 11 people, then himself the next day. Based on the interviews the investigators are still conducting, uh, they have not been able to establish a connection between the suspect and any of the victims thus far. L.A. County Sheriff Robert Luna says the pistol used in the shooting was bought in 1999 and that Who Can Tran left a motorcycle nearby, presumably as an alternate getaway vehicle. The big tech company Meta plans to end former President Trump's social media suspension. In the coming weeks, he can use Facebook uh, and Instagram again. Um, I mean, of course, there are guardrails, there are rules. Meta Global Affairs President Nick Clegg on Fox. For now, the former president posts exclusively on Truth Social, an agreement that expires in June. America's listening to Fox News. For contractors, it's true that time is money. Let Menard save you a bit of both. You'll find the best selection and prices in our real lumber yards and drive through warehouses. You can drive right up to the materials you purchased in-store or on Menards.com with plenty of room to load them directly into your truck or van. It's more efficient at Menards. We help contractors get in, out, and back on the job. Save big money at Menards. Fighting Illini men's basketball takes on Nebraska Tuesday, January 31st inside State Farm Center. Strip. Oh, Clark just took it away. Fast break. Melendez. Layup. Got it. been looking for the chance to bring your family to a game, this is it. Buy a four-pack of tickets today for just $99. Tickets are on sale now at FightingIllini.com. It's Jesse Kelly here. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 401k or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today there's a chance of snow up until noon. It'll be mostly cloudy today, high of 28. Tonight mostly cloudy and gradually becoming mostly clear, low around 19. For Friday, mostly cloudy and windy, high near 40. And Saturday, 30% chance of rain afternoon, cloudy and a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 22 degrees. Your WSOY time is 6.33.
You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Hey, here I am, I'm a man on the scene. I can give you what you want, but you got to go home with me. I forgot some good old Good morning and welcome. Listener feedback uh, yesterday it was interesting because we had the weather that wasn't really the weather, but uh, Steve uh, had uh, sent us a message to congrats. You and Nick nailed the correct forecast at 6 a.m. this morning while WAND and WCIA were still pushing out heavy snow. Um, we didn't do anything. We're not meteorologists. All I can do is look out the window. Thanks, Steve. I've been uh, working hard at this and <laughs> to finally get some work. Look, I mean, we're just up earlier. That's, it. That's all there also, is to it. Also, we have windows. And we have windows. We've we got a pretty good view. Uh, all, all we were doing was just saying, look, I don't think we're going to get what we thought we were yeah. going to get. And we're grateful. And you know what's also kind of funny is uh, the, the narrative became it's going to be done by noon. I was outside getting my garbage ready to go down. It was still going at like 5 or 4 or something. Not to any measurable amount, but this stuff is not in a – I mean, it is not – it's it, hard it, to get it, right on the ground that's level. That's exactly right. Thanks, Steve, though. And then I also uh, heard from uh, <laughs> uh, a, a lady uh, who went to the doctor with her mom, and, and like, when they did the full test results, like, tested for, like, <laughs> a sexually transmitted disease. And she was, for our, our conversation, um, yeah. was talking about how she was so glad they didn't ask that question, like, while they were both in All the right room. there, yeah, that... Like way after the ex- ex- when you think that part of your life is over, no, no but it was yeah. like just came in on the like the the <laughs> test uh, thing. Uh, they're checking for everything. Yeah, they they got to. Yeah. Anyway, we appreciate it, uh, and uh, feel free to reach out uh, if you have uh, any kind of thing at all. I, I also got a. Remember we had the the hockey people in what, yeah. around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Is that right? They brought the cup last time, too, didn't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. and evidently, I got an email from Mark uh, this morning. They raised, uh, they're going to formally present the proceeds uh, from the alumni hockey games, uh, $11,010.52. Dang, that's pretty awesome yeah. for day's work. Yeah, well, I'm sure they put I a lot, a lot of work day. going yeah. into it, but I mean, a single day event, that that's great. Way to go, guys. Yeah. Kudos. Um, so they're going to, I think they're doing that on the, uh, this coming Sunday, uh, at their senior night. Cool. Uh, so good work, uh, for everyone uh, out there involved with, uh, DYHA, uh, and Decatur Youth Hockey Association. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, coming up a little later today, Lauren McGinnis and, uh, Julie Melton will be in from Richland Community College. We'll, uh, talk politics with, uh, Paul Osborne. You, you know, I, uh, we have all of this arguing going on now about the lawsuit and lawsuits against um, uh, the uh, the assault weapon ban uh, here in Illinois. I, I, I clearly I, I don't know how this will work out in the courts. I don't know. Right. I mean, they'll the one the thing they got going on in Effingham is ridiculous because the Effingham judge is seeing this as one of these. Anyway, um, it, it, it's like you're standing in front of a guy who basically is in lockstep with you on all of this stuff. And that is doesn't mean that's what's going to fly for the whole state. I, right. I mean, you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. And I don't know about the constitutionality of, of any of them. I, I know that I read on Capital Facts maybe earlier this week that if you look at the number of people who have signed up to pay this divorce $200, it's about $500,000 in revenue to him. Now, that's his profession and people are willing to pay it. I don't think $200 is out of line about, you know, being a part of the lawsuit. It's not like he's gouging people. But there's a lot of money involved yeah. in this, whether you win or not. Mm-hmm. I look at what we're doing, you know, with these cases out in California. This is a little weird. Both of these shooters are senior citizens. That's odd. Yeah. And both Asian, which, you know, the take on like, oh, was this targeted and we don't know the motive. And then I I heard on the news the gun was bought in 1999. This stuff's so complicated. And I feel like no one really ever really wants to talk about any of it in nuance. So many variables. But we just paint it one way or the other. Mm -hmm. You're either all gun Mm -hmm. or you're no gun. Right. And I, I feel like. It's like the border or some of these other issues that it's become so politicized that no one's actually really trying to solve the problem or figure out even why the problem exists. 
We mop it up all together. You know, a mass shooting is when four people are shot. Right. Not including the shooter. Now, how was that decided? I mean, on what scientific basis? And then why is it if four people are shot in a drive-by, it doesn't get a tenth of the news as four people shot in a grocery store? Because we decided those people's lives aren't valued. I, I mean, it's so, and I'm not arguing anything here this morning on either way of this argument. I, I just, I feel like it's, when it gets to a political level, you're no longer really talking about actually trying to solve anything. Yeah, and, and those that are, it's lost in, in the noise of those that are, are using it as theater and political It doesn't points. mean there aren't politicians yeah. trying to solve it. I'm just saying yeah. it comes to a level of the theater of the absurd where it's just raise money, get votes, do whatever, sue. And, and no one's really talking about I mean, it's so complex. These two shootings in California, very unusual because the age of the shooter. That's not something you just throw into the mix and go, well, see, it's everybody. I mean, why don't we look at things individually? Right. It drives me crazy. I mean, the Peoria uh, Planned Parenthood had an arson. They've named the suspect. I saw in Capital Facts yesterday. And... There are, and, and I try hard not to do these stereotyping things. But as pointed out, if you go to his Facebook page, he's anti-gay. He's praising the county sheriffs who vowed not to enforce the assault weapons. He's a COVID denier. He's like all these things that you can see with the behavior. That have wrapped themselves in this false patriotism crap. I, I mean, I, I just... I don't know, Nick. I, sometimes I, I wake up, you know, in the morning and I feel like I'm ready for the fight. And sometimes I just feel like going, I'm out. I think a lot of people are right there with you. Exactly that. It's exhausting. I read the comment section of something this morning that went oh, that exact way. What made you go to do that? Well, I was, I was perusing football headlines and um, <laughs> I found a conspiracy that I didn't know existed and um, and this is not on a, this was on pro football talk. So one of the made that's owned yeah. by NBC, Mike Florio, it's a big one. Uh, There's a conspiracy that DeMar Hamlin is a body double. Oh my God. Okay. Yes, I did see that. I almost brought that up yesterday and I, I said, no, I don't want to bring it yeah. down. That there's a whole conspiracy yeah. that, that, that the guy at the game. Yeah. In the stand or the box with yep. his family was not really him. Yeah. And so that, that was all I, I, that awareness of like, I didn't realize, but reading the comments of that were reflective of what you said. There were people that wanted to fight that fight and get in there and, and, and say, this is why it's stupid. And some that go, well, I think, you know, it could be a thing, but a lot of people are like, it is so sad that I wake up, every, you know, wake up every day and we're collectively having conversations like this instead of stuff that matters. Yeah. <clears throat> I read the story in Sports Illustrated uh day before yesterday, yeah. I think, where Josh Allen was like really ask, pissed it, off about this and, and like, yeah. They, somebody asked him that during a, a press conference. Yeah. And, and then that, you, you know, the media will, will wrap themselves, well, we're just trying to, no, you're not, you're playing on the sensationalism. Yeah, and that was linked off of the Aaron Rodgers big pharma oh! thing. Oh! That's how. He, can he get any kookier? He, he's, he's not doing right. well for his. So he goes so. on this show every week, right? Who, who's this guy? Is it Pat McAfee? Yes. Yeah. Was he a punter? Yeah, he's a lot, I like him. I, I like him. He's, he's, I a, don't get the tank top thing, but whatever. <laughs> He's pretty energetic. It seems like an everyday kind of guy, a little broy, but but an everyday kind of dude. Okay, I I don't. That's have what any, he's selling. I know of him. Yeah. I don't know anything. He's more than selling that, that you want to. He's the guy you'd want to hang out with. So he's TV. got a like a, what a YouTube show or a show. I, I think it's a podcast. podcast that's also whatever. a vidcast. All right. Yeah. So and then Aaron Rodgers goes on there once a week for those in the audience who are not NFL fans, the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, who's under all kinds of speculation about trade or retirement mm -hmm. or whatever, and has been this. Look, my buddy who knows this stuff inside and out from being on the field for all the can't stand him. So he's the biggest universal jerk, told me this 10 years ago. I, I have at least a handful of people that have been in his circle. Same exact same exact story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so he goes on there once a week and, and, and he is convinced now that he's getting negative press mm -hmm. because he was 
uh, an anti or vaccine guy lied about his status, right? Yeah. Flat out lied. Said about he was immune, immunized. Yes. Which he was trying to be a really great. Yeah. yeah but he, I don't think he's that smart. I know people talk about how smart he is. I don't think he's that smart. But anyway, that now he's, he's saying or, or basically in essence said that he's become the bad guy, the villain because of the pharmaceutical advertising based on like the networks. Mm hmm. Yeah, and he's in their sights. Big Pharma's taking him down, and um, yeah, I mean, that's where he's at. And he also constantly says he doesn't care what anybody else thinks, but it's clear he does care about everything everybody else thinks. Right? Mm -hmm. It seems that way. All right. So that's where I I was like, and I'm... Man, you had like a conspiracy warning. Yeah, it sucks, because I just wanted to see what coach was going where if my team got their new defensive coordinator, and that's the football news. Maybe you're lucky. Maybe you get Nick Sirianni. <laughs> I think he's working. They never know. <laughs> uh, here's who Joe Burrow reminds me of the most, and then we're done. Okay. Uh, until we find out what happens this weekend. Joe Burrow reminds me of Burt Reynolds <laughs> in The Longest yeah, Yard. That's fine. Yeah, that's decent. Like that kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a guy that's cool first and then, you know, and you know happens I mean? to play. Yeah, I can see that. That's a good reference. So, like, Burt Reynolds, when Burt Reynolds was cool, there wasn't anybody cooler than Burt Reynolds. No. And what was great about Burt Reynolds was, like, he was cool in the movies, but it was even cooler on the, on the Tonight Show with Johnny mm-hmm. Carson. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, he could do it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if he was on one of those America Says video or uh, game shows, if when people mention Burt Reynolds... What do they think? Cool would be the first. Yes. I mean, period. One adjective. Yeah. And it didn't matter whether it was Hooper or Smokey and the Bandit yeah. or, or mm-hmm. whatever. He was just cool. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know how you get to that point. I don't know how one embodies that. There's just, you kind of just know it when you see it. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Even the parody of him by Norm, the late Norm McDonald was, was he was playing it cool, even kooky and silly. But the but overlying, I'm just cool right here. I'm so I'll, cool. I'll chew the gum. I'll wear look the wig. Look how cool and, I am. And I'll just be yeah. cool. And that to me is like Jobra. Right. Which is the exact opposite of Nick Sirianni. So uh, I am very clear about what I want to happen this weekend. Nice. I want it to be a 49ers, Bengals, Super Bowl, yeah, which will also then throw back to my youth. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, that's a that's Boomer in Montana. That's yeah, even right. before that, but yeah, icky. Yeah, uh, so I, that's what I want. Okay, but I'm not so vested that I'm crushed any way at all. That's mm-hmm. the perfect way to go into a sports weekend. Yeah, well, you'd also like the story if Mahomes can can do the thing on one wheel and you know I'm triumph through. Tired of hearing about that. He's a good dude, I, I too. I don't dislike so him likeable. at all. I, yeah. I mean, there's nothing about him that's a villain in my mind at all. Do, I'm do, just kind of tired of, like, look, it, you know, it, it's an injury. It happens. Uh, watching him play, um, you, you know, that game was inspiring. They could have easily lost that oh, game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that wasn't just like Dallas could have easily taken out the 49ers. Yeah. That, that guy's got to go. Who's that? The coach. Oh, uh, Mike McCarthy. He's he's what already was, he's staying. I, that's ridiculous. What was that last play? Uh, who knows? Ezekiel Elliott playing center. Yeah. What was that? I mean, the time management. So I don't know anything about the NFL, and I'm looking at the screen, going, "What are you doing?" Yeah. What What is that lineup? Who knows? Do you like Patrick Mahomes State Farm commercials? No. <laughs> Not the jazz bath. It's okay. <laughs> The bath bombs, yeah, or the jersey that makes the girl pass out. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's pretty funny. Mm. So, I mean, in a generic way, but but that, those kind of feel like, I mean, like the the old Aaron Rodgers State Farm commercials. Like, I mean, it's a refresh. They're of that. okay. Yeah, they're not great. No. That's not Joe Burrow's cool. I get a couple not chuckles. Burt Reynolds cool. And, yeah. <laughs> the only thing, the only thing, and this is just literally from a not. Not a sports fan, but just a consumption is I, I, and I, thankfully, I think they've shut it down a little bit is the brother and the wife. Yeah. Yeah. She seems to have gotten it together. He's no longer in the, the camera to the. Yes. Yeah, somebody said, yeah. get him out of the perimeter. Yeah. And she's only seen cheering and all that. That's fine. Know, yeah. It got that under control. And really, at the end of the day, that's not his fault either. No. No. Okay. Um, when I was watching. Apocalypse Now the other night. Mm-hmm. 
first of all, it's, it's just unbelievably hard for me to believe that movie's like 45 years old. Yeah. Right? It's up pretty well, too. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I think so. Mm-hmm. When you watch, that's the brilliance of the high definition. Mm-hmm. Earlier, I was arguing that we're getting to a point where we don't really need any more. As far as I'm concerned, I don't need to like actually be in my TV. Yeah. But when you can take what was really meant to look like in the 1970s, and then when we got it on VHS or TV or whatever, it was so dumbed down visually. Yeah. Now that you can go back and look at it the way it was meant mm-hmm. to be looked at, that is unbelievable. Yeah, the jungle, you're actually in that chopper looking down. I mean, it's like you can smell the napalm. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, in the morning. Yes. It's finishing. So it's like victory. <laughs> Everybody does the Robert Duvall thing. Uh, but it was amazing to me because I, I felt like there were a couple of things. Like I took more out of the movie. And, and I've seen that movie enough to where I could almost do the dialogue mm-hmm. along with the character. Yeah. In my lifetime. But I hadn't watched it recently, meaning the last probably decade or so. And when I watched it, I was struck by a couple of things, you you know, but just how many life lessons are in that Mm -hmm. movie beyond just being a movie about Vietnam? Mm -hmm. The running theme of Martin Sheen's character, Captain Willard, who, if you notice in like almost every venue was who's in command here, who's in charge, Mm -hmm. giving you this sense that like really no one is right. Well, that's a good takeaway. Feeling kind of like in society right now, a bit like that. Mm -hmm. Who's in charge here? Who should be worried about this? And why aren't they? Right. I had a long conversation with Tanya yesterday after the show, just about life in general. and, And I appreciate her so much. And we've got a group together getting together today about some other things that I, I, I really appreciate. I, I feel like less and less, like, Walking around life like Captain Willard kind of going, who's in command here? And why aren't we doing something? Is that a lack of like a leadership vacuum, you know, a bubble? You know, when we look at public education, we talk about scores and testing and what people are doing and are we doing? I mean, I mean, who's in charge here? And you don't feel like you can look to Springfield and you don't feel like you can look to Washington, D.C. So it's kind of left to us, right? Yeah, and I think to take the military analogy, uh, you know, the idea that I I think we have long uh, looked at the the guard posts up at the top of the fort and assumed that they're manned. And their existence being there means that we're being protected and the things are happening. But I think you're right. We look up there and nobody's there. I I, I feel like... And just their existence doesn't mean we're protected. Let's just say politically, right? Yeah. That years ago, we've always had the silliness. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Watergate. I mean, there's always been the silliness. But even in that silliness, there seemed to be like grownups that made the trains run. Even in Springfield, the corruption, and it's always been that way. I mean, George Ryan, Lee Daniels, Mike Madigan. I mean, years and years and years. But they got the other stuff done. The other stuff getting done was a means for them to go make money or whatever, carve off stuff for themselves. But the stuff got done. And now we live in a world where you wake up and, you know, in public education, you're considered successful, like off the charts successful, if 30% of your students can read and do math at a grade level. And it's like we've been lulled into like going, oh, that's acceptable. Or you're over there going, look at those suckers. And you're, you're, cause you're 30%. Which by the way means 70% of your kids can't read and do math at grade level. And I just, I, it was struck by that every, like, you know, they're in the boat, they go to the thing. It's just like a buddy movie. It's planes, trains, and automobiles, you know. And it's always, who's in command here? Who's in charge? And the Vietnam War was notorious for sort of that feeling of like, you know, what are we doing? Right. Mission creep. All the, the military terms you can think of. It's worth watching again. I mean, or going back and reading the Conrad book. I, I mean, Heart of Darkness, which is set during World War II, but is basically the same story. 
And then you start by the end of the movie, and we're like, okay, I've had like three drinks, and I'm starting to relate to Marlon Brando. <laughs> Boy, that guy looks different every movie you'd see him in, right? Well, he gained a ton of weight. Oh, I know. So, but he was really, really, I mean, and, and there are two movies. I always thought Marlon Brando was way overrated as an actor. I mean, that he had a lot of promises, a young, the defiant ones. You go back and look at the black Street and white car, stuff, yeah. Streetcar Named Desire. thought it was always maybe a little overacting. And I thought maybe the guy that played him in the offer had him maybe the best, oh, sort yeah. of like a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's real good. You know. But in The Godfather and in Apocalypse Now, he's really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are the two I would take. And Streetcar, but those are probably... I mean, if you want Kurtz, I mean, if you want this mythical yeah. sort of thing, and, and and he did it with the fly and all, I mean, all the stuff. Yeah. But anyway, that's my take I, I on a very old classic, kind mm-hmm. of rewatching and rethinking about and putting it in modern times. You can overlay it. Who's in charge here? Interesting takeaway. I don't know. I just... I had to pull myself out of it because, like, when you start relating to Colonel Kurtz... <laughs> yeah, you've, you've spiraled a you've, little you've bit. Missed the, <laughs> you've missed the runway. Right. <laughs> All right, let's take one last break. Got the City Hall Insider Paul Osborne coming up next. A lot to get to here today. Thursday show. Take it easy out there. It's, you know, we had the, the snow. It melted. Now we got freezing temperatures. Yeah, we're 22 degrees, so yeah. that moisture is going to crisp don't, up. Don't go stoplight. Yeah. You just black ice. You never know. Be careful. Here's Nick with your three-day forecast. Today, we have a chance of snow up until noon, mostly cloudy today with a high near 28. And then for tonight, mostly cloudy to start, but would gradually clear up as the night goes on, low around 19. For Friday, mostly cloudy and windy with a high near 40. And Saturday, 30% chance of rain afternoon, cloudy and a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is just 22 degrees. Your WSOY time is 656. Are you the parent of a two to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month, but you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. My doctor told me my cholesterol is borderline, so I took control with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Garlic helps maintain healthy cholesterol safely and naturally. It's odor and taste-free, and Garlic is a world leader in garlic potency. I'm taking charge of my cholesterol with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. to Fires and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. With all due respect to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, no one does this song like Stevie Wonder. Yeah, I think Chili Peppers did it really well. but Yeah, it's not in the same ballpark. No. Oh, I think they're ballpark, but Stevie clearly gets a nod from me. Really? No. Yeah, that song is great. It says, didn't say it wasn't good. Just says it's not the, you know, it's uh, it's the Springfield Cardinals. <laughs> Same sport. <laughs> They're a minor league team that needed moved out of town. Yeah, it's Peoria, right? It's that bad. Uh, you know, hey, what well, we didn't even get to the most ridiculous assertion out of the Aaron Rodgers thing about the pharma. I mean, out of all of that, yeah. was they called Gronk woke. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. I, I didn't want <laughs> Gronk's woke. Yeah. Okay. I I mean, literally, I, I that's even maybe as ridiculous as the big pharma uh, stuff. USAA Gronk. <laughs> uh, I mean, literally, this is a guy uh, who. <laughs> uh, and, and this is Sports Illustrated in Train of Thoughts. You know, Gronk's main goal in life is to make as many 69 jokes as possible and spike random things. I mean, there's not anybody on earth that I would like 
put less in the woke category than Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> He's a goofball. Bit, but a goofball on the on the d bag yes. side yes. of like, there's just nothing at all woke about him. But that's how far Aaron Rodgers is going. All right. Well, uh, do I want to take it the extra minute now? Okay, so we'll. Uh, City Hall Insider Paul Osborne will be with us a little later today. Lauren McGinnis and Julie Melton this will be. This is RJ Crace. Or you can just fire that up. Uh, I was trying to hit the delete instead of the play. <laughs> that one's on me, folks. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Trying to give you a heads up. I know you were. You did great. You to go and flashlights you out and great. everything. That one was me. Okay. <laughs> and I still don't know. Uh, is our clock right this we're morning? Good. Okay. We're good. Yeah, we're it, set. It's good to know. Mm-hmm. You're coming in here every day just taking a stab at it. Yep. Six seconds, three seconds, four seconds, two seconds. Yeah. We break things and don't tell anybody, and we fix things and don't tell anybody. That's exactly right. It happens. And we're a communications company. <laughs> All right. We will then now go to... Uh, You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.